eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story. And one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. Bustin' Loose Baseball, hosted by Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer, gives you in-depth analytics and interviews on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Now, here's your host, Grant Paulson and Toby Altizer. All right, we told you you'd hear from C. J. Abrams. It is time to let you do that on Bustin' Loose Baseball. Toby caught up with them over at Nats Park. Toby Altizer here with National Shortstop C.J. Abrams. You've really turned it around the last couple of months. Has there been something that has clicked for you? Is there a specific approach change? Like, what's been the difference for you over the last couple of months? Probably the biggest thing is uh, that leadoff spot. I was just more comfortable and get more ABs earlier on in the game. You know, just give me a chance to get on base, steal bases, and make things happen for the team. Yeah, what's that been like? Obviously, stolen some bases earlier in the year, but as of late, you're just every single time you get on, it seems like you're stealing a base. What's that been like for you up there? I mean, you got to get on first, right? Can't steal first. So, you know, I've been getting on base with no one in front of me lately, and you know, just getting on to that into that scoring position. Was there something, uh, Davey talked about during that Texas series when you first got put in that leadoff spot, calling you into the office and basically challenging you to be the leadoff hitter for this baseball team. What was that meeting like, and is that just a comfortability factor that's kind of allowed you to break out over the last couple of months? Yeah, for sure. He called me in and um, told me he believed in me and know that's where I belong. So, you know, I'll just go out there and do my thing and good things will happen. 
And with the stolen bases, is that something that you're just feeling more comfortable out there and now you're able to take off? Is that something that the coaches wanted you to do more? Like, what's led to the uptick in stolen bases? Getting on first base. Um, you know, I've been getting on base more with no one in front of me, so it's kind of free to run, and you know, I just take off whenever I can. And last thing for you, it seems like with everything over the last couple of months, I know it's you know I've talked about that a little bit with you, but it just seems like everything is sort of clicked. Obviously at the plate, stealing bases, and even defensively, is there just a comfortability factor that's really helped you now? Yeah, for sure. You know, not thinking too much. It's a game can't be thinking too much or you're going to fail more and it's a game of failure so you don't want to kind of stack onto it with the overthinking process so just go out there and have fun and play the game and everything will happen how, it, how it's supposed to Toby what was your big takeaway there what'd you think yeah I mean he just seems like everything's clicking and I think with everything that he's been able to do, he talks about just getting into that leadoff spot and I thought it was interesting the way that he talked about part of the reason I've been successful is getting back into leadoff. And I think that comes with some of the comfortability factor that I talked about with him is that he's comfortable being the leadoff hitter and it's spilled over into every portion of his game. And so I'm excited to see him going forward and credit again. We talk about Davey a lot here. Credit to Davey again for realizing, Hey, this guy's starting to figure it out a little bit. Let's challenge him, put him in the leadoff spot and see what happens. And it's been nothing but good things really since he's been up there. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Arrow trending up on C.J. Abrams. Hopefully the same the rest of the way with Mackenzie Gore after he threw six and one-third innings of one-hit ball this week. He was on Grant and Danny, the daily D show, C show that I do with Danny Ruye. Uh, we started the conversation talking about him having to leave his last start in the seventh while mowing down Boston because of a blister. Um, yeah, just a little blister popped up. Uh, so we're, we should be fine for the next one. Uh, was there blood on the ball? Uh, there was blood on the finger. I don't know if it was on the ball or not. Because I think that's badass a little bit. Um, but just a little blister. We'll, we'll be all right. How do pitchers go about avoiding and making sure that's not an issue? Because it, it's funny. I talked to a guy one time. There was a pitcher I knew who had those issues, like, reoccurring throughout yep. his career. <laughs> and he would have, like, not only manicures, but he's filing his yep. nails, and he's always checking his fingers. Like, there's a maintenance to it that we don't really get, I think, sometimes as fans. Uh, yeah. And that's something I've dealt with through my career, too. I, you know, I missed a year, you know, most of the year in 18 over nail and blister issues. So I've, I've figured out how to kind of make it work. Um, but when you're sweating, you know, you, the, the skin kind of tends to get so I, got, I have bad skin for whatever reason. And uh, it just got soft last night, and then the blister happened. So During the course of a day like yesterday, when do you know? In other words, are you in the bullpen going – I am nasty today. Like, are, are you nasty at breakfast? Like, did you eat your cereal better? Um, like, when does it turn on? Well, I, I always want to think I'm going to be nasty that day. But it's just kind of one of those things I felt good, uh, and then it just it kept going. And um, it, was, it was just one of those days where it just I was executing pitches, and, you know, and we were rolling. So. It feels different, though, on the mound on a night. I don't mean the results that are obvious. 
But your last start as an example at Philly was the opposite, where as good as your stuff is, it seemed like they had your number. This is the flip side. Like, you can tell releasing the baseball and just as you're going about your craft, regardless of what they're doing, last night that it was better, it was different? Uh, yeah, th I mean, the biggest thing is their swings were a lot worse yesterday. Uh, Philly just put good swings. Uh, I, I, you know, I threw strikes in Philly. They just hit the strikes. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yesterday I, I was getting ahead of guys. They were they didn't put good swings on it. And uh, it's a lot easier to pitch with two strikes when, you know, so. Mackenzie Gore with us here live in left field on uh, Grant and Danny. So we mentioned Philadelphia, and I, I want to harp on the, on the good here more than anything else. But those starts are aberrations. Is, is there a comfort level there? Just It's just different pitching in different ballparks. I think it's something we underrate as pudgy media guys. You're just on my television screen, but everything is different in, in some ways. Is there a comfort level in certain parks over over others? Uh, I mean, I feel I feel comfortable there, but for some reason, I have given up a couple touchdowns in Philly this year. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's just the way it's happened. Which that, you know, that's a lot of runs. Um, so, uh, but yeah, just it, it's stuff happens. Yeah, you know, good or bad, you got to get ready for the next one. So, how do you feel about this season? I you got to like a lot of what's happened. You've been durable. You're taking the ball every five days. They're now making it a little bit more days between yep. starts with a six-man rotation. But 141 strikeouts in 123 innings and an ERA a little over four. If I'd have told you this before the year, you, you might have signed up for it. But, like, what do you like? What don't you like about how the year's gone so far? Uh, yeah, I'll start on the positive things. Just um, we're striking guys out. The walk rate has gotten better as the yeah, season's gone. Yeah, very much so. Um but, I mean, the, really the thing that you kind of circle is that the big outings where I've given up, you know, the big numbers uh, of runs, those are kind of frustrating. It hasn't necessarily been as consistent as any of us would have liked for it to be, but it's really just those blow-up outings that have kind of hurt the, you know, numbers for se. So. As someone on the outside coming into the year, knowing this would be a rebuild season, for me, C.J., K. Barrett Ruiz, Josiah, yourself, like those are the guys who I'm most interested in seeing develop. I feel like you flash that front of the rotation ace-type stuff, highest upside pitcher in this organization right now. And I've kind of seen enough to feel like, okay, have another offseason, build up arm strength, come back next year, you're a front of the rotation-type arm. Are you there in your confidence right now? Do you feel like there's still some things you need to do to feel like you could be a number one-type guy going into next year? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want to say this and this come off the wrong way, but I feel like I could be that coming in, going into this year. Um, I'm honest with myself, I, but I also watch baseball and I understand I do have good stuff and yeah. I can do things uh, on the mound that, you know, that's what the good guy, the good pitchers do in this league. But they don't have as many six-run outings as I've had this year, and that's like the, that's the biggest difference. Um, I've been really good, and then the next one will just kind of – not be great is how it's been up this point. So just let's minimize the damage a little bit, and we, we should be all right. So, McKenzie, you guys since the All-Star break as a team yeah. are 18 and 13. Yeah. I think 11 and 5 over your last 16 games. And, you know, there you are kind of at the, the tip of the spear taking the ball every fifth day. What's been the difference? Because this, right now this club is a blast to watch. Uh, yeah. Um, I think, you know, I feel like we've been doing things the right way all year. Um, and we had a group that's, you know, we're young. That's not an excuse, but it's reality. It's, it is. That's what it was, and I think we've just gotten better. I think everybody in the clubhouse has gotten better, not just the young guys. I think everyone's playing better than they did a year ago. Um, 
and we just get along. We have fun. We pull for each other. Um, you know, I think, it, yeah, the All-Star break's been good. But then I think even a little bit before that, you know, that, I think that San Diego series, when we won that one, I think we've just played good baseball since um, since then. I, I, you know, I don't know what the record is. But it felt like we clicked on that because we, we were struggling, went through a little tough stretch. And then we kind of won that series, and since then we've played well. If you guys win today, you'll be 55 and 67. Last year, you guys were 55 and 107 at the end of the year. Yeah. So with 40 games left, that would equal their win total. And you just talked about this, but C.J. Abrams, night and day from last year. K. Bert Ruiz hits home run number 15. He's mashing right now, night and day offensively from last year. Josiah Gray was an all-star this year. Your progression, obviously, and, and being able to get you on the mound. You obviously weren't here yep. throwing throughout the season. But it's not just the building blocks. Link Thomas is having a career year. I, I wonder, we still view you guys, we're like, man, the Nats are, this is five weeks of playing over their heads. This is five weeks of being a pain in the butt for everyone. You kind of maybe view this as just what you are now. Uh, yeah, I, the biggest thing, when we started this year, the it was like, yeah, look, nobody expects us to win, but we are capable of winning. We have talent in the clubhouse. Uh, but there's also a development part of learning to win, uh, and we're doing that. We've done that. Uh, we lost a lot of close games. Early. How do you do that? It, Is it a matter of going through losses? Yep. and okay, Just learning from mistakes, learning from why did we lose this game, why did we win this close game. Yeah. Um, and that's what we did. I mean, we started off rough, but we also in that stretch lost a lot of close games. Um and we're winning those right now. The walk-offs, the last night, two to two, and what was it, the eighth inning, and we won that game. And, uh, and we're just doing the little things better. We're not doing things to hurt ourselves and uh, lose games. So, Mackenzie Gore with us here on GND. So here, you're a really nice dude, and we've got a chance to talk to you a couple different times. You're a really pleasant guy, thoughtful, nice dude. Out there, though, you're mean, and we on this show happen to love that. <laughs> Is that something that you've – when does that – lock in for you like again start of the day because i always tell the story i said hi to max scherzer by accident one day that he was pitching and i thought he i thought i was going to die like like it was it was the cardinal sin i'll never make that mistake again is that kind of how you are on game days uh you can uh, people i mean i'm i'm definitely a lot more quiet than i am the other four days Mm -hmm. um yeah i don't know i don't know if that's just the southeastern north carolina in me that comes out when i pitch or or what but uh that's that's something also I have to control at times, um, but yeah, I, I just like to compete. I like you know whatever it is, uh, and I'm just I'm competitive. So. I'm interested that you said that because there is this fine line, right? <laughs> where I remember early in Strauss's career, it seemed like things would pile up on him, like that big inning, and when he clicked into being Cy Young caliber pitcher was when instead of the errors behind him leading to him being annoyed or mad, like, you got out of that jam. We've seen Josiah this year. Yep. Strand runners constantly. Things will happen behind him. It doesn't seem to phase him. You're a guy who runs hot, though. Yep. I think for the most part you've controlled it well. Like yep. It's not like it's you're running around yelling at people. But what is that like for you? Because you do seem to have more of that angry energy on the hill, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, most of that's toward myself. Um, and, and I don't – even the big innings I've had, I don't necessarily think – uh, there was one time in Philly where the game sped up on me. I didn't cover first. That one, I still think about that every day. Um, and it led to that <laughs> six-run wow. six inning. I'd forgotten about um, that, but that's right. I do yeah. remember that now. But uh, So that still eats at you that you didn't yeah, cover that's first? that's just like one of the little things that – that could have been a three-to-one game out of that inning. That would have been two outs. Then they hit a sack fly. 
but it wasn't. But anyway, that one's over with. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just yeah. At times I get frustrated, but I, I don't necessarily think that's why some of my innings have been the way they are. I think sometimes I've just given up hits at really bad times, and they've scored some runs. So fastball velocity seventy third percentile, whiff percentage seventieth percentile in baseball, strikeout percentage seventy fifth percentile this year for Mackenzie Gore. Are you into numbers and analytics and, and looking at, you know, your your pitch shapes and all that, or are you pretty old uh, school? No, no, no. I think I think that stuff's important. I mean, I think there's a there's a reason baseball's been played for a certain way for a long time, but there's also we have more resources than we've ever had. I think it's important to use them. Uh, so I, I like using both. I think they're both very important. I think the analytics, they tell you. They don't lie. The, like Yes, there's sometimes you look at numbers and, there's a lot more to it when it comes to like ERA, but then they have they have a lot of numbers now that kind of tell you the whole, a lot of the story. So, um, but yeah, I think the stuff pitch shapes. I think that's important. Pitch usage percentages, all that. I think that's a big way to learn and kind of grow as a player and a pitcher. So how much is that? Just thinking about percentages, right? Because different yeah. starts. Some day the curveball more, some day slider more, some yeah. day you'll know, see that that change up fastball, whatever. How much of that is your feel that day versus scouting report that day versus, you know, hey, maybe pregame in the bullpen. You know what? My changeup feels like crap. Yeah. I don't care what the scouting report says. That's probably not a good thing to throw. Yeah. Walk me through that. Uh, yeah, I think it's, you know, we all, we have a game plan going in. We know what the hitters are good at. We know what, uh, what we're good at. <laughs> and uh, and then there is a feel thing, that which is important, especially when, you know, the curveball and slider, the, you know, stuff's good. So, Sometimes it's just what are we aggressive with, what's doing, what it's supposed to do. and But the biggest thing is we're going to try to get it where they do what they're supposed to do every time we go out there. Yeah. Um, and they're getting better. The all-speed has been, made a big jump from last year, which is one of those things we can say we're a little better at. Um, the all-speed's been consistent. Um, we're sprinkling the change up a little bit. Uh, so, Mackenzie Gore's not a new guy anymore. Came over last year in the Soto deal. That deal for the Nationals looks like it has completely revitalized not only the minor league system but the major league. Reshaped what everything. He and, and C.J. Abrams have done. How about D.C.? I mean, are you – you got your places you like to go now? You got places when you get the rare day off you get to go eat? Like, uh, how have you taken to the city? Yeah, D.C.'s cool. Uh, you know, I was a beach guy, so when I got here I had to – you know, I was I was in San Diego on off days with my feet in the sand. But I've, I like D.C. D.C.'s a cool place. Um, I, you know – Grabbing a beer or bite to eat after a game, like it's cool. Um, Are you a dive bar guy? Like sit at the bar? Or do you like? Yeah, to I, go? Like, I like to sit at a bar. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that, and that's been cool to get to know the city. Um, yeah. Restaurants are great. Food's great, and uh, so I've had some fun. I, you know, I, I love this place. Off night, who are the buds you're gonna hang out with from the team? Like you guys are gonna go grab a steak or something? Uh, me and PC hang out a lot. Um, Lane Thomas, but. You know, they have families. So sure, me, sure. me and Stone Garrett spend a lot of time together. Um, Stone Garrett. He's just so handsome. So, he's uh, one of he's our so favorite. He's so handsome. Good guy, too. He, uh, you know, his little his real estate, little run at real estate he had, he, you know, he's good. At, he's he's smart. Yeah. And yeah, good-looking guy. So uh, me and him, we kind of – us two run together a lot. You guys probably do okay together. I bet you do fine. Uh, Stone, <laughs> what is this real estate thing you're talking well, about? Well, and what was it? I don't know if y'all – it's out there. People know. Um, I, I don't know what year – 20 maybe he got into real estate or something. After, oh, I had yeah, no idea. So he was in real estate, and then he got back into baseball. Oh, he was like a realtor. Yeah. That was like what he was doing when he didn't know if he was going to get to keep yeah. playing oh, baseball. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. During the pandemic. So, uh, 
Yeah. That's awesome. Was he good at it? I don't know. <laughs> probably better probably, at baseball. Probably. Yeah. Did he try to sell you a house? <laughs> What's your cheat meal? What's your go-to uh, meal you like to eat celebrating a big start? Um, I would say pizza, I guess. I'd okay. rather just have a steak or some sushi. I like eating nice. I like going out to eat and uh, Don't we all? having yeah, a nice of course meal. You do. You know? what, what kind of pizza are we eating, though? I'm a thin crust Hawaiian guy. Thin crust Hawaiian I pizza. Love it. I, I didn't love have it. that from McKenzie. I, w- I would never have guessed in a million years. I'm not a meat lovers kind of guy. Well, I, you know, meat lovers is cool too. But I, I'm a, I like my pineapple and my ham, and I'm good to go. All right. What is your eating contest food? Like, I think everybody's got one. Where you could eat more than anybody would think. I would have to just go sushi, I guess. Yeah. Um. I would probably not be very good in that, but I would go sushi. Last TV show you binged? Suits. Why is everybody time. watching? Suits so it right made this now. huge Netflix yeah, move know, yeah. and a huge comeback, I mean, I kind it a long of right? Time ago. Yeah, or, or Yellowstone maybe. Okay. But you know how you had to wait for the new episodes. Of yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. yeah. Um, I just everyone's now talking about Suits. I feel like it's an old show. No, I've watched it like three times. Okay, yeah, is yeah. it? I should watch it. It's you should good? watch it. Yeah, but you better. There's long. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> this is the problem. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't need to know about my thing, but my thing is, if I've got like 80 sh- episodes to catch up on, I'm out. Yeah, that's kind of how I need two or three seasons or less. Yeah. That's Otherwise, fair. it's overwhelming. Yeah, it is. I agree. Uh, all right, some superlatives from the team will let you go on this. Uh, you go out to dinner with a bunch of the guys. The dude who's most likely to walk out right when the bill comes like, and, and have a phone call. We don't have any of those guys. Really? No, we don't. All right, who's most likely to put down their credit card to take the bill? I mean, well, you know, I Corbin. Pay, he should. Know, he, yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> but, every, you know, everybody <laughs> offers. They, everybody wants to. They're like, we don't want Corbin to just pay for it. Do you do that stretch and reach, like, let me get this one, like nah, slow-mo? We mean it. We mean it. <laughs> you guys play a little credit card roulette? And he's like, nah. Nah. So. Good for Corbin. Good for Corbin. So worst dressed, best dressed on the team. Best yeah. style, worst style. Best dressed. I like Dom. You know, Dom. Uh, worst. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Safe space. I've got some good ones here, but I'm, I'm going to keep it. Worst dressed. Ugh. Y'all put me on the spot here. I mean, you've got a sm- <laughs> you're obviously thinking about it. You've got a name. I've got a good one. but I, I, <laughs> What are the initials? Nah. What does his name rhyme with? Um, what position does he play? Look, I'm just going <laughs> to give Harvey the worst dress just because we'll it's Harvey. And, there we and, go. And he can take it. I'm going to go with go. Harvey. He'll be just fine. Uh, if somebody had to do a five-minute stand-up set at the DC Improv tonight from the roster, who would it be? Who would you pick to be the funniest five minutes? Stone, Stone might be good. Let's go, Stone Garrett. Stone Garrett. Yeah. It wild. might be him. It might be Trevor. Trevor would. I think Trevor will be good too. Trevor Williams. Williams. Be good. Okay, yeah. cool. I like that. Well, Mackenzie, it's been awesome watching y'all season. You were just dominating Nails. last night. It's a great start. Appreciate the time and uh, stay healthy the rest of the way. And look forward to seeing you back on the hill. Yep. Thank y'all. What a relief it was, Toby, that it was just a blister when he threw that change up back to the screen. Meltdown from Nat's Twitter. Everyone was fearing the worst, but pretty quickly, I think we all realized what was going on. And he mentioned this interview, but I remember he had hellacious issues with blisters and fingernail stuff in his hand in the minor leagues. So this has been a struggle for him kind of throughout that he has gotten uh, control of and harnessed, but it's clearly something he's got to deal with and battle with. Yeah, it's a little concerning that he says he deals with this a lot, but I'm sure they'll try to figure this out more going forward. But yeah, like you said, I mean, it, it worries you when he throws a pitch as wayward as he did and immediately 
the trainer and Davey run out of the dugout to see what's going on. But luckily, it's something that hopefully shouldn't hinder him from making his next start. And it's really a shame, Grant, because he looked like he was on his way to his best outing of the year. And, you know, he had that incredible outing out in Kansas City, and it looked like he was going to be able to match that and maybe even better it. Maybe if he could have got a quick out there, or a couple quick outs there in the seventh, maybe go out for the eighth. Maybe they would have just cut his, you know, night finished at the end of the seventh. But it's a disappointment that he wasn't able to finish that thing, but it's also a good thing that he's all right. Yeah, he absolutely uh, is going to continue, you would think, to take the ball and go out there and say he's fine. So they got to keep track of him, protect him from himself. I also loved hearing that he's still kicking himself mm -hmm. weeks later after the mental mistake he made against the Phillies. That tells you a lot about the guy, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's just now, and we knew this about him, but just to kind of hear it out of his own mouth uh, is incredible. Now it's just about channeling that into getting better and making sure it doesn't, you know, boil over. But I think they're working on that. And I'm excited just to hear that kind of mentality out of a guy that young is pretty impressive. That'll do it for Boston Loose Baseball, episode 76. Please spread the word to other Nats fans. Let them know that we do this twice a week. We always have a pod posted for you on Tuesdays and on Fridays. And we try to get them up on Monday and Thursday evening for you. Uh, so let people know that. Spread the word. Please subscribe if you haven't done that wherever you get your audio. Feel free to rate, drop five stars for us, and drop a little review. Remember, any comments that get left uh, about the pod will get read on the show. We will do that next week. We're also going to look ahead to September and some possible calls to the major leagues as well. For producer Darius Dameron and Toby Altizer, I'm Grant Paulson saying so long. Thanks for listening to Bustin' Loose Baseball.